1: now it's pittsburgh trying to make a play out in front and ronta makes the save rebounds available knocked to the side of the net oh teddy bluger had two great looks and couldn't come up with a ronta made a good second save on raquel so that was uh those were the ingredients of any successful power play Now for crosby it's his 20th goal against Carolina with the Canes back into the Penguin zone and they'll score the quick answer Marty Natchez stay hot number 88 Talk about- another chance and they score Chatfield number one of his career puts Carolina up two I've been waiting to say this all year. I'm going to Jack Mandu. Bobby Seeger, the huge Kaniac, the pure Michigander, gets his first National Hockey League goal. Boy, good forehand win from Kokaniemi. And then Kokaniemi along with Table, they go to the front of the net, beats Jari high to the glove, and I'm going to Jack Mandu. back across, cross. Oh, diving play. To knocked that away by Pesci, but Pittsburgh still in control, comes across, Gensel's drive, that's deflected by Slavin, Gaines can't clear, now Pesci just has his stick wrapped out of his hands and he's going to draw a penalty on Ricard Raquel and what work by Brett Pesci and Jacob Slavin on that kill. Gaines trying to keep this puck in, Chatfield does, he'll get it down low to Sveshnikov out in front, quick shot by Stasny, and that's either Jari or Ruda who kept it out. Either way, the Canes on the puck. Great A chance for Carolina. Now Svechnikov can't play it away from Ruta. Stasny gets in there. Puck's still there. Now Carter will give it away. It'll be settled down. Quick snapshot by Pesci Jari with another save. The tang shot deflected and a big save by Ranta with the right pad. And deflected by him again. It's just, you know, it's been goaltending and a power play goal from Pittsburgh on the shorthander. Now comes across. Coughlin's shot. Charlie doesn't get a piece. Stall Ripped. He scores! Just like in Raleigh. To play it all the way around for Slavin. As the Canes started with two defensemen. Slavin ties with it, although with Brent Burns looking for 800 for the career, he has it right now. Set it across. Slavin out front. They score! 23 seconds in. It's all over. The Canes defense do it again in overtime. This time, Jacob Slavin from Brent Burns, point number 800. And for Carolina, win number seven in a row.
0: Welcome to the Cane's Corner Podcast with your host, Adam Gold. The Cane's Corner Podcast is a part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. And now, here's Adam. Welcome to the Cane's Corner Podcast. I am Adam Gold, and there you have it. Day ends in a Y. Hurricanes win a hockey game. They are now 21-6-6. and On the season, 21-6-6, 48 points to clear the Devils in the Metropolitan Division. And what more can you say? Uh, I know what more I can say. I can tell you that I'm brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. You want a front door? They have front doors. They'll even show you what a front door is going to look like on your house without bringing the door. That's technology for you. That's what you need to know. Aluminumcompany.com. Free no obligation estimate there. Onlinealuminumcompany.com. All right, let's uh, let's get to it. There's a lot to talk about. And we don't have a ton of time because it's late. And uh, Santa's coming down the chimney soon. Hurricanes have won seven in a row. They are eleven oh and two in their last thirteen. That's thirteen game point streak. That's A franchise record. In that stretch, three wins versus Pittsburgh, two other wins versus the Metropolitan Division, including wins over the Devils, who were leading the division at one point, and the Islanders, another playoff team. So in this stretch, Carolina has had to beat some really good teams that they are competing with in the East. It has been. Awesome. It really, really has been awesome. Uh, The Hurricanes haven't always played well. But they played, I thought they played really well tonight. They played, they were the second best team against the Devils. See, the Devils is like the antithesis. If, If Jordan Stahl doesn't score this goal in the third period tonight, we're actually in the exact same position as the Devils were in Raleigh on Tuesday. Wondering, man, we shouldn't have lost that game. How'd we lose that game? Carolina was dominant tonight at 5-on-5. Five five. Dominant at 5-on-5. Five five. The problem was special teams, and we'll get to that. Uh, but the Hurricanes pick up a very, very good win. Auntie Ranta had got the start tonight. I know uh, Hurricanes Twitter was all in a uh, lather because... How do we, we couldn't keep no winnings, no winnings with Andre, uh, come on. We act like we haven't seen Auntie Ronta before. Ronta's record's good this year. He's the same Auntie Ronta. Hasn't played well lately, but he did win a hockey game on Saturday, right? He beat the Dallas Stars. Yes, did Carolina score five goals, of course. He gave up four, which is like the high watermark for how many goals Carolina gives up when they're not playing well. But he made a bunch of good saves. The first two goals, absolutely not on him. The third goal is not necessarily on him. My confusion was, boy, he didn't look like he really cared to stop Brian Rust from scoring. Um, but obviously, it's a lot more complicated than that. And he was good enough, and he made a bunch of really good saves. And, yes, they can win with Antti Ranta. I understand. I also think that Piotr Kachetkov is a blast. But he wasn't going to play both. Rod Brindamore decided to go with a little bit more rest, coming off what looked like some sort of a lower body, at least a concern, against the Devils at the end of the second period. He finished the game, probably due to adrenaline. And I, Rod basically said on Thursday to to me on the radio that, yeah, it has, you know, his maybe being a little tender had something to do with him not playing in this game. But he should play tomorrow because if he was healthy enough to back up, then he's healthy enough to play. Uh, but Ronta was good. We'll see Kachetkov against the Flyers. Hurricanes really got, I thought, really good contributions up and down the lineup. Uh, the the stasny Natchez svetchnikov line was great tonight. The Stall line was great tonight. Uh, the fourth line didn't play a ton because we spent more time uh, with odd uh, numbers of players on the ice in the second period than we did at five-on-five. Five. So... There were it was nineteen minutes and twenty-two seconds of five on five in the second period. That was weird. And it contributed to this. When your special teams isn't going well, or one unit of the special teams isn't going well, and then they throw a whole bunch of penalties, well, it's bound to not look good. And the Hurricanes power play didn't look good. O for five tonight, by the way, Pittsburgh was uh, one for three, I believe. Uh, so, yes. 0 for 5 tonight, and 0 for, I believe, 12 now over the last three games. Huh. And it almost cost them the game, too. So, Pittsburgh gets the power play goal from Crosby to make it 1-0. Nothing. At uh, 17-28, and all that is is a rebound of a shot fell to him. He's, Ronta doesn't even know where the puck is. Easy goal for Crosby. The second special team's goal was the Brock-Begin's shorthanded goal. So Carolina allowed nothing at five-on-five until Brian Rust picked up a loose puck, skated around Jordan Martinuk, and then, Sliced in front of Ranta and deposited it into the far side. He just kind of swept it in too. It wasn't like a shot. Carolina's going to have to figure out the power play. It's it's it's, it's got to get better. It can't lose you games, and it nearly cost them the game tonight. Uh, and a, the the weird thing is it weren't they weren't like full power plays because they you kept getting truncated ones. Although the Hurricanes have proven that they cannot score on full two-minute power plays. Adam Gold in studio with my man Ryan Monsine from the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. You guys have tons of products. Let's talk about gutters, specifically the gutter helmet. Yeah, gutter helmets can make it so you never have to clean out the inside of your gutters again. And also, if you need new gutters, the
1: aluminum company can help you out with that too. You don't have to stop get a separate contractor to do the wood
0: rot, the gutters. We can take care of it all. The aluminum company in North Carolina is a one-stop shop. We give free, no obligation estimates. We can come out there, assess what you have going on with your gutters and make a recommendation, and make it so you don't have to get up on a ladder and and do a dangerous chore anymore. People don't understand how dangerous it is. Or maybe I'm just nervous when I get on a step stool because I'm not very tall. But that product is amazing. The gutter helmet is amazing. Is it one size fits all? Absolutely. The gutter helmet can work on existing gutters, new gutters, 5-inch, 6-inch gutters. We can help you with it all. 800-672-4348, online, aluminumcompany.com, for a free no obligation estimate for your gutter helmet. All right, let's go through Carolina's goals here. And then we'll, uh, we'll probably dump out of here because it is late. Uh, and uh, you have Christmas shopping to do. So here's how uh, Carolina is best described by the captain, Jordan Stahl. Resilient. And they showed it all night long, right? Canes give up the first goal, seventeen twenty-eight of the first period. And the first period was weird because nothing was going on for about 15 minutes. Nothing. There were a couple of shots, mostly harmless. And then all of a sudden, Crosby gets the power play goal. The Canes respond with a Marty Natchez goal. Uh, really, that came essentially off the center ice faceoff. They win that draw. They get it into the zone. Ultimately, the puck comes around to Calvin Nahan, who shot it wide. Knowing that the end boards were lively and Natchez was in the right spot.
1: Bronte made a good second save on Raquel. So that was, uh, those were the ingredients of any successful power play. Now for Crosby, it's his 20th goal against Carolina for the Canes. Back into the Penguin zone and they'll score! The quick answer, Marty Natchez! Stay hot, number 88. Talk about,
0: yeah, good goal for Natchez. He was in the right spot, swept it in. Much like Crosby had an easy tap-in goal, Natchez really had an easy tap-in goal. So it's 1-1. 15 seconds after Pittsburgh takes the lead, Carolina gets it right back, and it almost feels like you're in the lead. When you do that so quickly, it almost feels like you're leading 1-1. And then, because, well, you know, funny, 17 seconds later, off an offensive zone faceoff, Jesperi Kotkaniemi wins it back, to Jalen Chatfield, who, it's about time.
1: say this all year i'm going to chat mandu bobby seeger the huge Kaniac, the pure michigander gets his first national hockey league goal boy good forehand win from kokaniemi and then kokaniemi along with table they go to the front of the net beats jari high to the glove and i'm going to chat
0: mandu just awesome Chatmandu. mandu i love trip tracy so much <laughs> but again you win an offensive zone faceoff, and then Kokanevi, who gets the assist for winning the faceoff, he and Teravine go to the net. There's enough traffic to distract Christian Jari. I don't know if he didn't see it, Christian Tristan Jari. I don't know if he didn't see it, or if he was just legitimately distracted by all of the bodies in his in his vision. And because uh, that shot probably shouldn't go through, but it did, and Chatfield's first goal as a Hurricane with Coconey and getting the assist. By the way, on the Natchez goal, uh, Dahan and Dylan Coglin got assist. So all of us, you went from nothing to goal, goal, goal. Carolina with a two-one lead after one period. Second period, Carolina dominant, but couldn't get a goal. Then, on the third power play of the period, that stunk. Brock McGinn ends up with a shorthanded goal. A rebound of a Teddy Bluger miss. Not miss, but a save by Auntie Ronto. Made the first save really well. Uh, but, ultimately, he's a little bit out of position. He was down. And McGinn jumped on the loose puck. And put it just under the crossbar. And it's 2-2. No problem. You're playing better. Came out in the third period and dominated the Penguins again. But sometimes you just can't get the puck past Tristan Jari, and sometimes you have to use the end boards again. It's just, you know, it's been goaltending and a power play goal from Pittsburgh on the shorthander. Now comes
1: across. Cogman shot. Jari doesn't get a piece. rep, just He scores! Just like in Raleigh.
0: To be. just like in Raleigh Jordan Stahl scored the third goal in Raleigh but that was the game winner he scores the third one tonight that got Carolina into overtime and once they got to overtime he'll play it all the way around for Slavin as the
1: game started with two defensemen and Slavin ties with it although with Brent Burns looking for 0.800 for the career he has it right now set it across. Slavin out front, they score 23 seconds in. It's all over. The Canes defense do it again in overtime. This time, Jacob Slavin from Brent Burns, point number 800. And for Carolina, win number seven in a row.
0: Seven in a row. All right, so uh, here's how that happens. Stahl, Slavin, and Burns go out first. And here's what I'm thinking I'm thinking, man, Canes fans are mad. What are you doing with two defensemen on the three-on-three? They happen to both be good skaters. That's important. And I don't know. I have no idea what Rod's thinking is about that. I will I, I will ask him tomorrow uh, how he goes about deciding who to pair with who in the three-on-three. But he sends out Stahl, Slavin, and Burns stall wins the draw and then gets off the ice and seth Jarvis jumps out Ta- uh Jacob Slavin gets the puck skates back into Carolina's zone might have even been a defensively Carolina might have even lost that face off now that I'm thinking about it because I think there was a good defensive play either way Slavin skates back around in the Carolina zone and he skates it up the middle of the ice and Seth Jarvis is now on the left side. Burns is on the right. Slavin passes it to Burns, who gets it across to Jarvis, who one touch passes it right to Slavin at the top of the crease for a little forehand, little backhand, forehand deposit, and that's a goal. And that happened fast. And Pittsburgh is thinking, we were like how many minutes away from winning this game? We were four and a half minutes away from winning this game and we ended up losing in overtime. Good for, the, good for the Hurricanes. But again, Carolina was the better team in the end. They were fortunate to get to overtime, but they were the better team tonight. And we've been saying that a lot lately, that Carolina was the better team. That wasn't the case Tuesday. The Devils were the better team on Tuesday. But Man, it was great. All right, so, again, run down the things that jump out to me. Special teams, 0 for 5, no good. Power, uh, that's the power play. Penalty kill, 2 out of 3. Well, going to give up a power play goal. Pittsburgh has power play goals in 10 straight. At least one power play goal in 10 straight games. That is amazing. Carolina's power play in the last three games is 0 for 12. Uh, second period was a mess. It, there was just no 5-on-5 five five flow. And I think it obviously, when your power play isn't going so hot, that makes for a bad period. But Carolina at five on five was great. Two goals come directly off offensive zone faceoff. All three goals in regulation uh, started with possession of the puck because of a faceoff win. But the two of the goals were offensive zone faceoffs. The Chapman do goal was off a coconut Emmy win uh, in the first period. The stall goal was off of his own win in the third that ended up tying the game. Uh, So, win your face off, kids. Uh, Tristan Jari was great tonight. Auntie Ronta was good enough. I don't think Ronta was great, but he was good. And that's all he had to be, was good. Give the Hurricanes a chance to win. And that's what Auntie Ranta did. But Tristan Jari was dynamite. The Canes, this is is getting back to what the Canes do, right? The Canes allowed, at five on five, five grade-A scoring chances to the Penguins all game long. Five. Carolina had 14. Five allowed the entire game. They allowed zero in the second period not a one in the second period. And when we talk about goal scoring, it's not really the way to judge whether or not Carolina is playing well. It's what do you give up? And the Hurricanes don't give up a ton these days. Tuesday against the Devils, it wasn't good. They gave up more high-danger chances. But for the most part in this stretch, man, Carolina Hurricanes haven't given up anything. Five high-danger opportunities for the um, Penguins all game long. None of them come in the second period. Jarvis and Natchez each had us worried. First Natchez, then Jarvis to the locker room. Uh, Are they going to be okay? Jarvis looked like he got broken in half by the goal when he was uh, run into it, forget who, uh, uh, I think it was Chris Letang, uh, got his stick inside of the skate bracket on Jarvis' skates and basically tripped him. It should have been a penalty, but he goes crashing into the goal post, and he was rolling around in pain on the ice. I don't know what they did for the kid, but he came back, he looked okay, and he was on the ice for the game-winning goal and actually made the he got the primary assist, and it was a really good return pass or a pass to Jacob Slavin. Uh, so those guys, at least those guys both returned. That's good. And now we get to defense scoring. About a week or so ago, we were wondering where it was. Remember, no uh, Brett, uh, no Brady Shea tonight. There was a Brett Pesci. Slavin, Chatfield, both had goals. Coglin had two assists. Burns had an assist. Dahan had an assist. So the Hurricanes got two goals and four assists from their blue line in a four-goal game. That is Carolina's formula. Let the defense cook. Let them do some work. Don't give the puck away. Let the defense help you win games. You don't have to outscore everybody. All you got to do is prevent the puck from going in your net. And for the most part this year, that's exactly what the hurricane did. All right, we are brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. On Hamlin Road in Durham, siding, roofing, windows, entry doors, storm doors, gutter helmets, they've got it all. If you don't know what a gutter helmet is, ask them. Aluminumcompany.com. Seven wins in a row, 11-0-2 in their last 13. Three of these wins have come against Pittsburgh or Pittsburgh. Five wins total have come against the Metropolitan Division. And because they are 26, 21, 6, and 6, they have 48 points. They are two points ahead of the Devils. Pittsburgh's on 43 points after the overtime loss tonight, so they're five points behind Carolina The Rangers, who came back and beat the Islanders, are also on 43 points. Um, They have played two more games than has Pittsburgh, but they're five points behind Carolina. Washington has 40 points now, and Washington has moved into a playoff spot. 18-13-4, the Capitals have won three in a row and eight of ten. Uh, they have they trail carolina by eight points the islanders who lost in regulation are still at 38 points 18 and 14 on the year islanders have played one more game than carolina but the uh, the division is really good this is what I've I've said this about before about any division it is possible that the division might essentially produce six of the best eight teams in the Entire conference, and it would be a shame if one of those teams missed out. I'm not saying it's going to happen because there are three pretty fantastic teams over in the Atlantic: Boston, who won tonight; Toronto, who won this afternoon; Tampa didn't play. Boston's got 54 points, Toronto's got 48, just like Carolina does. Tampa's got 41, but Tampa's just one point ahead of, um, actually, they're one point ahead of Washington, uh, but they're only three points ahead of the Islanders. And I think this is the tougher division. I really do. If Florida's bad and Florida looks bad, then Detroit's the fourth best team in that division. Now, Detroit's improved, but... So the Canes are done for the evening, and we'll see them at home against the Flyers tomorrow. Follow the Canes Corner Podcast wherever you get your podcast. Give us a rating and a review if you want. Uh, But just listen to it because we want you to enjoy it. We want you to uh, stay in touch with your favorite team, and your favorite team, of course, is the Carolina Hurricanes. And we'll see everybody after the game against the Flyers from PNC Arena. I'm Adam Gold. Good night. You've been listening to the Canes Corner podcast with Adam Gold. Yes, I do. The Canes Corner podcast is a part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network.
1: Is getting your CPAP supplies a real pain? It doesn't have to be that way. Hi, I'm Brandon Giggling, president of Parkway Sleep Health Centers, and we are North Carolina's number one source for CPAP machines and supplies. Our streamlined process makes getting your CPAP as easy as one, two, three, and we ship anywhere in the state.
0: If you're in need of a CPAP machine, supplies, a knowledgeable doctor, or a sleep study, Parkway has you covered. For information or to schedule an appointment, visit parkwaysleep.com. Sound sleep, sound health.